Welcome, everybody, to the Engine Professional Podcast for engine builders and engine enthusiasts. My name is Steve Fox, and I have my co-host, Chuck Lynch. Chuck, let's tell the group a little bit about ourselves. I'll begin. Uh, I've been associated with the engine rebuilding business for roughly about 35 years, as well as drag racing for just as long. I started out at my dad's shop oh, probably when I was about 12 years old, sweeping up the floors and cleaning stuff and and doing the stuff nobody else wanted to do. <laughs> um, and then after that, I moved over to AERA and have been here for almost, oh, 24 years, I think it is right now. Um, Chuck, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, my career path uh, kind of got started in the Marine Corps. Um, it wasn't going to be my MOS per se, but um, I got pushed in the direction of uh, equipment maintenance and repair. So um, amphibious assault vehicle repair tech took me to a uh, fourth and fifth echelon repair shop where I started to work on engines, transmissions, fuel systems, weapon station wiring. And uh, so I really enjoyed that. So when I left the military, um, I further pursued that. Uh, I worked at Jasper Engines for 20 years. Uh, I worked in uh, machine equipment repair and then joined AERA. And now I currently head up the uh, technical effort of the team. Glad to have you aboard, Chuck. Well, thanks, sir. <laughs> A uh, little bit about what we're going to talk about here on our first podcast is uh, kind of who AERA is and what we do to our industry. Um, not only do we supply technical information to engine builders, uh, one of the greatest uh, things that we have and a good thing that we have is some online training program. Chuck, you got some information about that? Yeah, so the online training program is a self-paced course that you have up to a year to complete. Um, you have the option of including Gary Lewis's book, Auto Automotive Machining and Engine Repair, uh, with your registration fee. Um, it's everything a technician would need um, is contained in this program with video clips, uh, supplemental readings, um, you know, at key locations throughout the program. Uh, the the book comes with a syllabus that'll um, give you kind of a, a view of what to expect. And then there's a final exam for each certification. There's a cylinder head machinist and a engine machinist. So anybody can sign up for that. You don't have to be a member of the association to partake. So this is actually open to um, anyone for this opportunity. We have, uh, a lot of schools participate in this and um but yeah it gives credentials to um, machine shops across the country so we have everyone from again uh, at the student level to the shop owners taking and participating in the program and what does that cost so so with the book one person is 150 bucks without the book it's 125. So, um, given the uh, technical support material of that book, you know, it's it's really a great opportunity if you were to, you know, take it with the book. For 150 bucks, you get the book, and you can take it online, and you work at your own pace. Absolutely, unbelievable. 
Well, a little bit about who AERA is and what we do. AERA was established in 1922. It is the industry's oldest and most authoritative organization, serving an internal, international membership made up of thousands and small, large businesses, serving industries ranging from mining and manufacturing to Formula One racing. So they've been around a while. A day or two. <laughs> Um, some of the things that we do is we supply technical information to engine builders, ranges anything from specs to any kind of runnability issues. Um, what else can we throw in there, Chuck? Uh, so kind of in our um, toolbox of uh, support materials, we have the manuals that are or they're for the, the castings components of the engine. So... We have a block manual, cylinder head manual, crankshaft manual. Um, we have the tech line. We have our flagship offering, which is a uh, Prosus Pro. Uh, we have a custom training program. Um, primarily myself, I go out and do custom training on site. Um, so it's kind of we build a um, custom training for whatever your needs might be from, you know, learning how to run equipment um you know shop flow management and even a little bit of you know the preventative maintenance uh operator maintenance type thing so again we can really tailor that to your needs uh we have engine professional magazine um steve you want to elaborate a bit on the engine professional yourself yeah it's a uh, quarterly magazine that's uh, published for the engine building industry and it is very highly technical uh, we have some great articles. Chuck writes a couple articles per issue. Uh, and we get some other industry experts to come in uh, and write articles for us, ranging anywhere from uh, marine applications up to diesel engines. Right. Business-related. Um, you know, if you have a, you know, we, we try to look for, you know, the standard stuff that everybody needs to know and then some of the niche-type stuff. To give people, um, you know, maybe an idea of some future opportunity for them. So, you know, we try to be um, all-encompassing but highly technical. Um, we have the member locator. So, you know, say if you're not a member and you're just looking for some service or support, um, you just simply put in your zip code and the member locator and you'll find a machine shop in your area that can help you out. And where do they find that locator? That locator would be at www.aera.org. Um, it would be on our homepage. And they can look up any machine shop in their area that is a member. To, yes. To Current take active engine. members um, will show up with the locator. Perfect. Okay, we're going to backtrack a little, Chuck. I, I kind of, you talked, touched on some things there the manuals, the tech line, and, and Process Pro. I'd like to get into a little more detail about those. Uh, and let everybody know kind of what we offer here at AERA. Yeah, so um, as I mentioned, you know, Process Pro is probably the uh, flagship offering that we have. And so it is a web-based program um, that we have. A, we do have it formatted so it works well. It is not an app, but it works with mobile devices very well. So we have many shops that are using iPads, they're using their phone and uh, what this brings to them at their fingertips is the specifications. Uh, hey, 
I've got this, you know, old Cadillac block or, you know, the small block Chevy or I've got a 2019 EcoBoost. And you can go there and you can find timing diagrams. You can find cylinder bore specifications, uh, head thicknesses, installed stem heights, um, you know, all of those uh, specifications. And what's nice is, you know, you're, you don't have to dig through a manual. Um, it's laid out in a format. You know, I've got a head tab, a block tab, a crank tab. So you just, you know, you can quickly get to the specifications that you're looking for without thumbing through a bunch of pages, um, you know, that can be in different places uh, depending on how each manual is laid out. So, again, we try to give some continuity to how the material is laid out. And currently we're approaching 11,000 different engines listed in process. You said 11,000? 11,000. Holy cow. That ranges anywhere from a single-cylinder little bitty engine up to a multi-cylinder industrial-type engine. Right, right. That's a lot of information. Since 1922. <laughs> um, and there's a lot of things that you can do with that. That's kind of a, uh, as a, as a member or become a member, you get a trial of that program. So you get 30 days to try that out. And then if you decide to keep it, there is an additional charge for that. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. Uh, one of the things uh, that we kind of, forgot to mention in the beginning is we are a worldwide organization and we got a little bit over 2000 members, I believe. That's correct. Yeah. Um, worldwide. And, and we take calls from, Oh, what do we take there? Chuck Mexico. Yeah. It's pretty common that we're, you know, South Africa South based Africa. on the platforms, you know, a lot of that is uh, European based. Um, we have quite a few members in Australia um, we're very strong in South America. Uh, we have many members. I actually took a, a trip and visited with some uh, member shops in, in Colombia a couple of years ago. And, uh, you know, it, it's nice to have those opportunities. And then that builds networking. Um, so, you know, not only do we share information as we compile it, but, you know, these relationships allow us to reach out to these global sources and, and come up with, uh, you know, hey, that old Tatra that's being worked <laughs> on or Great Wall, you know. So eh, it's nice to have the relationships with uh, shops globally. Absolutely. That way we could ask them for specs that we may not see here in the States that other members are asking for out of the country. Correct. Yeah. Uh, one of the things Chuck talked about was our manuals. Um, we have a cylinder head manual, a cylinder block manual, crankshaft manual, connecting rod, flywheel, valve lash, and a tech resource manual. Yeah. The no, I'm missing one? Failure analysis. Failure is, analysis. Oh, the most important one yeah, of all. Failure probably. analysis is a, is a great manual. Um, that's definitely one that... Uh, gets a lot of interest at the trade shows and what, and, uh, and sometimes we're even recognized. Um, they may not know much about AERA, but they, they recognize that failure analysis manual and, and they want that. There's a, that's working in concert with all of the parts manufacturers, um, you know, that um, support us. And, you know, if, you know, if they make bearings or they make head gaskets or something, you know, so what their um, expertise is in, 
Um, we work with those folks to get information on, you know, why this part failed and uh, how can you protect yourself from doing it in the future. So um, it's a great tool. Very much so. Uh, like Chuck stated, there's a lot of failures in there. So like if a customer was to come into your shop, you can kind of show him like, hey, here's your piston with some scuffing on it. Here's the picture of the piston and kind of what causes that problem to help better explain to the customer what caused the failure. Right. Because most of the time, what does everybody think? Oh, the guy made the hole too small, so it just seized because there wasn't enough clearance. Uh, what we do is put together information that explains, okay, four corner scuffing, um, you know, this is the, uh, the normal load zone so that you would expect to see where here, but not here, you know, so we try to capture that, um, and, you know, give good visual, uh, information that helps to, you know, diagnose a particular type of failure because, uh, many times, you know, cooling system might be the reason for the failure, but again, where do we always go? Oh, the hole was too small, so it scored the cylinder. Right. It's always the machine shop's problem. Right. <laughs> uh, some of our other manuals, well, we kind of mentioned some spec manuals there. Those would be our, our cylinder head, our connecting rod, cylinder block, crankshaft. Um, those have some specs in them, mainly dealing with each one of those components. And it's not every spec that is in our program, correct? That's correct. Um, you know, just try to think about all of the specs that you would look at on a cylinder head installed heights thicknesses um, stem to guide clearance uh, how high the guide sticks above the head casting you know to make sure the seals are going to work right if you were to take all of that information and put it in a manual you would need a two-wheeler to move it around so it's just <laughs> you know it's impractical to believe that we could create a manual that have every specification for 11,000 engines and most of these specs, um, I'll say the majority of them, we obtain from our OE suppliers. Correct. Now, there are some specifications. Uh, installed stem height is going to be one that you're going to find that that's, that's pretty much a derivative of the valve spring installed height. Um, but it's much easier in the machine shop to have an installed stem height. So, you know, in our relationships, again, um, relationships are key. Relationships with the machine shops, we're able to get, you know, hey, I've run 25 of this particular head, and these are what the installed stem heights are. Um, so that's where that information typically comes from. But by and large, that information is going to be exactly what was in a service manual. So, um, again, we have as-reported data. Um, because, you know, if a service manual has a head thickness of new only, um, but the field has determined that, hey, you can safely mill 10 thousandths, then we'll have that information as well. But that'll be in a separate line on the, uh, on the spec information. And that works well, getting that information from the field, if we want to call it that, um, so we can supply that information to some of our other members as well as any kind of thicker head gaskets that are available uh, where you could machine more off if you needed to. Right. Um, that, the other thing that's in those books is casting numbers. Right. <clears throat> so casting numbers, 
were much more common in older applications. Uh, it's a little tougher today, but you know there's still some casting identifiers that uh, that are very beneficial. But yes, we we um, we have casting numbers in those manuals as well as that's actually a search function within Prosys um, that you can key in a casting. You can put in you know a complete casting number, a partial casting number, and then you can choose hey. I think, you know, this is, it's a cylinder head. I know that, but I'm going to use, you know, these four uh, parts of that casting number. And so, again, the program allows you to choose, you know, you can, it begins with, it contains uh, exact match. So, um, you know, it's a good way to drive or drill down and say, okay, hey, this is, you know, a 3.5 EcoBoost, not the 2.7 EcoBoost. Yeah, those casting numbers are great for identifying, but on some of those older models, oh boy, those sixes and eights and threes, and you know, they're really hard to distinguish. Right. If it can get you in the ballpark and then you can start taking features, okay, well, this is the stem diameter. This is the guide height. Um, this is the head diameter. So, you know, it got you in the ballpark, so at least identify closely what it is you know it's an inline six cylinder ford looks like you know uh maybe it's a 300 but you know take some other data and come to find out well it's really a 240 so you know uh sometimes it's just uh more rungs in the ladder or more tools in the toolbox so. right uh, one thing i i wanted to mention too is chuck and i both work on the tech line and we have three other individuals that work there with us uh Dave Hagen, Rob Monroe, and Brian Roberts. Right. Um, Dave is our, our senior guy. Um, and he, he works on the bulletins, which is another member benefit. Um, so Dave puts a lot of efforts into that. Again, he's, a, he's the senior guy on the tech line um, in seniority. Um, he's got a, a lot of diesel background. And uh, so we all we uh, build relationships with people who call in maybe a particular tech or something like that. Um, but, you know, Dave's got a lot of the diesel folks. Um, Brian Roberts, he actually came from the uh, the gasket manufacturing world. He's worked uh, for both Felpro and Dana um, in his career, MSI. Um, so we got a. A pretty diverse group on on our tech line. Rob he handles more of the uh, the the membership and and the training, the online training program, coordinating that. Rob owned his own shop for many years, and uh, now he's a uh, full time with AERA, um, providing technical services. So um, I don't know that we've put a pencil to it, but um, if you take the years in service of all of our techs, uh, you know we're. 150 or so. I was just going to say, as you were talking there, I was trying to do some of the math in my head, and I'd have to say a minimum of 125 years yeah. so of experience. We got, a, we got a pretty diverse bench and a deep bench. So, And you need that with today, uh, the way engines are being built today. Why? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, learn something new every day. You know, it's always a good day when you learn something new. And, and a lot of times it's just turning around and talking to one of our, um, you know, teammates here and, you know, and they educate you about something, you know, 
um, Brian, uh, maybe on a how seals are tested or hey, how they're going to test this particular steel for a type of gasket or something. It's nice to have, um, again, I keep saying that often, you know, tools in the toolbox, but, you know, that's, that's what it takes. Um, you know, it can't all be a 10 millimeter. Exactly. <laughs> be nice, though. <laughs> Uh, some of the other things that AERA offers, um, kind of like Chuck had mentioned, is the Process Pro program, which is our online program. Like Chuck had mentioned, there's 11,000, cl close to 11,000 engines in there. Um, some of the other things that are in there, we got some procedures for changing injector cups or tubes or anything like that on some of the big diesel stuff. Timing, diag timing information, setting up timing. Uh, the way some of these newer engines are, why that can be pretty complicated. Absolutely. And, you know, we still promote, use that tech line. Um, yep. the, if there's something that's not in process, um, we have archives of manuals again, going back to 1922. <laughs> so, but, you know, we use, uh, you know, all the modern type manuals and stuff as well. So that data gets more technical. So we scan the stuff in electronically and we can find a way to get that to you. Um, we'll get you the information, whether it's emailing it to you or tying it to a carrier pigeon, you know, we'll get it out we there We can somewhere. get it to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think one of the books we got actually goes back to 1912. 1912, I think, is the, the oldest book we have back there. Yeah, that stuff, when I first come on board, I was just, you know, I love looking at that information, you know, the old archives of info, and, uh, you know, I was a kid in a candy store. And Chuck's correct. We have a wall that is, oh, I don't know how long you think that wall is, Chuck. 30 feet. 30 feet. <laughs> it's just a, a rack of manuals, uh, ranging anywhere from a Alice Chalmers to a, a Zeter. I mean, it's it's there from A to Z. Truly. And everything in between. <laughs> yeah, we take a lot of calls on the tech line. How many calls do you think we take? Uh, probably a year, Chuck. How many do you think? 13, 14, 15,000? Yeah, and in that neighborhood. Yeah. And like, like we had mentioned before, it ranges from anything. Anything from... Hey, I need a uh, stem hide spec to, hey, can you help me with this trouble coat? Right. We have, you know, the shops are very cross-functional too. Um, you know, everybody wants to, you know, see what they can do to, to help their customer, even if it's not necessarily in, in your primary ob objective of your shop. But, you know, we have many shops that, uh, they hand off like all the torque and the assembly information because they primarily do the machine work. Um, we have shops that are call and say, Hey, uh, the guy down, you know, that I'm working with, he also needs to change a wheel bearing. Can you get me the procedure for doing that? So, you know, we help out in that regard. Um, you know, we try to do everything we possibly can to, uh, satisfy the needs of the machine shops and, uh, and their customers. Yeah, and we have access to several different um, programs that we can obtain that information and get to them either via fax or email or, like you said, carrier pigeon. Right. It's uh, 
you know, that's what we do with uh, membership dollars is is uh, try to resource more data. And uh, so, again, we we use a lot of different medias and uh, in both receiving, uh, procuring the information and sharing the information. And the nice thing is on that tech line is we kind of keep track of every caller's call. So we have a database built of several years of people calling in with questions or concerns. And if a member was to call in and ask a question and Dave Hagan had answered it, and two years later we get another call on it, you have the ability to research that and see what David told him. Right. Actually, the, uh, the program has a lot of uh, um, data mining capability. So each member has a unique membership ID number. And I know sometimes people are like, why do they always need my number? Well, that helps us drill back to, you know, hey, what did we discuss before with that member? And then we've got it so that um, we can look at engine by application. So, hey, I'm seeing the 1-4 Chevy Cruze, you know, they're always blowing head gaskets. Um, yeah, how often are we taking that call? So you take a look at all the you know, the one four Chevy cruise calls we've taken and, and, oh yeah, there's a definitely an issue here. Uh, we have the opportunity to go in and select when people, um, call or email. Um, is it a technical call? Is it related to process? Is it a business management type thing? Um, Hey, is this thing bulletin worthy? So we'll tag these calls and then it gives Dave some opportunity to, uh, research a particular issue further and uh, maybe we do make a technical bulletin of that yeah it's nice having all that data where everybody can access it and research it and and get the right answer to to the guy right and we've got the fields uh sorted you know that we can uh do word searches and whatnot so um you know we try to compile as much data as possible um you know, so that we can use it in the future. Which kind of relates back to our tagline, we are the source of information uh, for any kind of engine building stuff. Correct. Um, like Chuck had mentioned earlier, he does do some custom training, and I got I to gotta kind of tip my hat to Chuck. He's a very smart individual when it comes to this stuff as far as any kind of machining stuff. Um He's, he's very thorough. Uh, a lot of some of the guys that I've spoke to that have done your custom training uh, just applaud you with the amount of effort and per precise you are as you're there, kind of covering valve seat machining or uh, crank grinding or honing or anything like that. So you pretty much cover a broad range of things when you do that custom training. Right. You know, you know, the, the old analogy of, uh, you know, intelligence and wisdom, um, the only thing that separates is experience, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, so, again, 30 years of uh, working in a lot of different facets of, of the shop, you know, the industry, um, you know, that's what I've been able to take away is, is a lot of it's been machining, Um where I'm that's where I've always been really comfortable with uh, making chips fly uh, but also gauging calibration um, that's been something that I you know I like the precise aspect of it um, 
and you know making sure that we're using the right gauge and that we can accurately measure and uh, you know that we can do what we say and say what we do. And in order to get you to come out to their shop, they must be a member of AERA. Yes, uh, they must be a member of AERA. And then, you know, usually I'm going to have a battery of questions um, because, hey, I don't want to waste your dollars and your time if I'm not the right guy. Um, in some in some instances, we can find someone else to direct you to. Um, again, uh, we're proud to be a part of this industry, and our mission is to maintain and keep this industry strong. Um, and, you know, so I want to do the best for you whether it means that I'm the guy that gets to come out there or not. Kind of back to the tech line. Um, kind of a chuckle at that, but we get several calls from the same member every day. So it's not just limited to one call per day. We get calls from several members a day but sometimes that same member may call several times right and have totally different needs correct you know um and you guys that are listening that have machine shops you know uh you may promote yourself as so and so racing engines but hey you know that you have to fill the gaps so you might be working on a two-cylinder john deere or you may be uh you know grinding a crank for a, you know, a new Holland tractor or whatever. Um, so yeah, the calls are all over the place, um, in what they might need. And, you know, any one given shop, you know, they may say, Hey, I need a timing procedure, you know, on a three, six GM high feature this morning. And then in the afternoon, uh, you know, I need the crankshaft grind specs for again, a new Holland tractor. Um, so, you know, we have to also be pretty versed with what's out there. Um, me coming from a production engine rebuilder, I thought I knew a lot of different engine applications. And then <laughs> I realized that I didn't know anything about what was really out there. It's absolutely amazing what you will hear of, um, you know, that has come through someone's shop. And we will dig and mine and dig and mine and try to get that information out, you know, if we don't currently already have it. Um, again, you know, um, it is a membership program. Um, there are fees associated with being uh, a member of AERA, but your dollars are spent toward compiling information, um, you know, gathering information and, you know, and maintaining process and the tech bulletins and all those other things. So, uh, you know, we know everybody's dollars are hard earned and uh, we keep that in mind and, and uh, we try to be good stewards of it. But again, we're, you know, we dig and, and uh, we find information and no matter, you know, let us turn the stones over. That's, yeah. You know, you can spend a lot of time cruising around on the internet trying to find stuff. And, and we have relationships with manufacturers that help us out and uh, you know, publishing folks and things of that nature one thing that you said that i thought was pretty interesting and, and really caught my attention was you may be abc racing engines but you you need to really open up and like you said you could be working on a john deere or a new holland or something 
something that one member told me a long time ago is if it's got a hole in it, I can fix it. And I think that's something that some of these guys get kind of tunnel visioned on is, well, I only want to do racing engines, which is great. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think some guys need to open their eyes to broaden their horizons a little bit. Like it's a three cylinder engine. Uh, I have the equipment to do it. I can do it. Right. And I think, you know, the racing engines can be a challenge because that's a very, uh, you know, kind of a niche thing. You have to, to understand what's really happening there um, with that engine as opposed to maybe, you know, a tractor engine or something. But it does, the guys who can do the race engines can probably just about do anything else because they're so used right. to working in tight tolerances you know, spec ranges are reduced and so forth. So, um, you know, in the times when, when racing slow or whatever, um, you know, they're very well equipped to handle that type of stuff. So, um, opportunities. Yep. And there's plenty of them out there. Right. You know, um, it's a engine support component, you know, that it seems that everybody's have to get to know turbochargers. So, you know, just uh, we always have to keep our eyes open for opportunities. Now, you had mentioned earlier, and I don't think we touched on it earlier in the podcast, was <clears throat> this is a uh, membership fee to join AERA. And those fees um, for a one to three man shop are three ninety nine um, per year. That's on a yearly basis. And if you wanted Prosus Pro, that's four fifty nine a year um, <clears throat> for one user. Correct. 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 And you know, and you can set that up where it's a credit card charge once a month. Monthly. You know. Yep. Um, or checking, we can take another checking too. Right. You know, and you think about that. You know, people have a TV going in a waiting area or something, and they get Direct TV. Um, which or dish or whatever, I probably shouldn't even be saying that or get beaten, <laughs> get beat up for calling somebody out. But you know, we're probably a half the cost of their services every month, or or less even. You know, so we have it's good tangible data that helps you with your business. Um, so um, you know, if you try to put it in that perspective, you know, we're a very minimal cost for what we offer. Yeah, just over a dollar a day. I mean, that's that's pretty cheap to get access to five tech guys, 150, almost 150 years of experience, uh, specs to find specs for engines that you're working on where you don't have to waste time as the member trying to locate those specs like you had mentioned earlier. Just give us a call. That's what we're here for. Right. You know, and again, it gets out of the scope of what we say, you know, we're here to do, but, you know, we have plenty of folks that call and say, Hey, can you help me find a part for this old engine or something? And, uh, I, you know, I gotta be honest. We all probably, we kind of like that stuff too, because we're curious. Yeah. You know, how do you keep something like that going? Where, you know, where would you resource that part? So again, we try to do everything we possibly can to help, to help in the industry. Yeah, we get a wide variety of calls, like Chuck said, something like, hey, can I find this part? Or, hey, I got a 1967 Olds. What color engine was that? 
you know, <laughs> that's funny, but it's so true. It is. And uh, how many times we've looked up a paint code again until I came to AERA, I'm like, I would have never thought that was a question, you know, that somebody would call a tech line for. And, uh, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, um, somebody's I, restoring, I get it. Store, restoring back to original, and they want that original color. Right. Yeah, we take all kinds of calls. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, your your membership for AERA is $3.99 a year. Uh, that gets you all the manuals that we kind of talked about, your cylinder head, your cylinder block, crankshaft, connecting rod, valve lash, flywheel, uh, failure book, and then the tech resource manual. Now, our tech resource manual is kind of articles that we've taken, I think, for the first 10 years of Engine Professional and kind of combined them into one book that we thought would be very beneficial to machine shops to learn about, oh, machining practices or rebuilding this or anything that kind of deals with an engine that we thought would be beneficial for them. Right. And that's another area we take, you know, tech calls. Hey, I would like a, a few articles on this particular issue. You know, maybe, hey, I want to better understand cylinder honing. So, you know, we have all the digital archives of the manual or of the uh, engine professional magazine. Plus, we've got all the published manuals, um, probably from working with the suppliers and so forth. So um, that kind of tech resource information is also very popular to uh, send out to folks. Yeah, and you can get that uh, magazine. You can go to engineprofessional.com is where you can sign up for it at. Like I stated earlier, it's a quarterly publication of very highly technical-driven articles, uh, and it is a quarterly magazine that we produce four times a year. Uh, all you got to do is go to the website, sign up for it, and you're all set. It's free to free to get. Better yet, it's free. <laughs> Not much in this world's free nowadays, Chuck. <laughs> that is true. Um, so that pretty much gives you a little bit about AERA. You can go to our website, visit us at www.aera.org. We are also on our social media sites. Uh, Facebook.com slash A-E-R-A-E-P. We're on Twitter at, at A-E-R-A-E-P and Instagram, Engine Professional Mag. That's where you'll find us uh, on those social media outlets. A uh, couple things just to go over here before we wrap things up, Chuck. Um, coming up in our next issue of the podcast i think we're going to talk about how to better sell ourselves as a precision highly detailed and technical industry yeah that's a great opportunity there um you know i th i think people outside of our industry don't truly have the understanding of uh you know how precise our industry is you know um you know not not saying anything against like the woodworking industry you know but you know, if they were to work to a, you know, 64th of an inch, that's that's pretty tight tolerance, you know. And when we look at surface finish, uh, we're talking millionths of an inch. You know, if you were to take a, a hair follicle and look at it, you know, from the top down on a cylinder, you know, you would slice that thing 2,000 times, and that's, that's one micro inch. Uh, so... Um, 
you know, just we should really use that more. Um, I've heard the comments about, you know, people, um, they don't go to a burger joint and barter and you don't, you don't barter with your doctor, but they'll try to barter with a machine shop and the machine shop has high dollar equipment. They got high dollar tooling. It's a very precision environment, big and, investment. Uh, and we need to, uh, we need to capitalize on that, but you also have to look the part. Correct. Correct. And that's what we're going to talk about on our next episode is how to better sell ourselves as an industry. Uh, As we're wrapping up, you can find us, uh, Search Engine Professional Podcast, on your favorite hosting site and subscribe to our podcast. Excuse me. Uh, We're going to look at doing this probably once a month to begin with. Um, we've got a lot of information we can talk about. We've got technical bulletins we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about machining processes and procedures, uh, maybe touch on a few of the engines that uh, are out there these days. Uh, I don't think we're ever going to run out of content. For sure. You know, diagnostics, uh, failure analysis. I mean, there's so many opportunities. Well, Chuck, it's been a lot of fun. This is the first one. Got the nerves out of the way. Feeling pretty good. (laughs) Until the next time. Until next time. We appreciate it again. uh, Everybody just search Engine Professional Podcast on your favorite hosting site and subscribe to the Engine Professional Podcast.